0: But uh, we preached for Brother Audrey Thursday night, and they put us in the nicest hotel. It was high class. We got back. We went to Ar- Arby's in that little tiny town of Jasper's over 24 hours. So a bunch of the ministers and their family, we went to Arby's and got to her room about 11.30 probably. And uh, cleaned up, brushed teeth and all just a little bit. Sheila was asleep at 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, and 3 o'clock, and 4 o'clock. Lord's talking to me about this about 5 o'clock. i I'm dozed off. We left early, but uh, this has come from years. But uh, I, I think I have a word for us, and we're going to be pursuing this for a long time. John 4, 14. How, uh, uh, before I preach, I'm, going to, I'm just going to, how many is willing for the Lord to use you? Amen. Would you hold your hand up if you're really willing for the Lord to use you? Hallelujah. John 4:14. 4, but whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. He's at the well. He's talking to this little woman. Nobody's around. She don't want. She don't want to be around nobody. People have treated. They've not treated her good. She comes at the time of day when nobody's at the well. They come early, late. She's at the middle of the day. The woman saith unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not. Neither come hither to draw. He's told her, I've got something to give. She says, I want it. Jesus saith on her, Go call thy husband and come hither. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said on her, Thou hast well said, I have no husband. For thou hast had five husbands, and he whom thou now hast is not thy husband. You've been married five times, daughter, and this one's you're not even married to him. You're just living with him. But them whom thou hast now is not thy husband, and thou thou sayest true. After Jesus touched her... After Jesus turned her life around, after Jesus ministered to this little woman broken by so many men that wanted the wrong thing for her. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I I, I want to preach a message. He, he said you've had five husbands. Now you got another one, that's six. I wanna preach a message if you ever meet that seventh man. Hallelujah. That that first that first and that first one may take everything you've got. That second one may be unfaithful. That third one may beat you and hurt you. That fourth one may be an addict. That fifth one I don't know what he is, and that sixth one won't marry. I don't know who he is. But if you ever meet Jesus, Hallelujah, daughter. If you ever meet this man, Hallelujah. I I want to preach that if you can ever, if you can ever meet this seventh man, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. What do you want from me, sir? I just want to change your life. Are you wanting a night with me? Or you want me to you know I just want to change your life? I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to abuse you. I don't want to curse you. I'm not ashamed to be seen in public with you. If you'll ever, if you'll ever get close to me, I'll change your life. Would anybody lift your hands and say, I'm glad I met that seventh man? I know these other six, but I'm glad I met that seventh man. Hallelujah! She met that seventh man. The woman then left her water pots and went her way into the city and saith unto the man, Come see me, a man, which told me all things that I ever did. Is not this the Christ? Then they went out of the city and came unto him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Little old lady of man. He turned her life around. She went back, told the city. She said, Come see me, a man, that's told me all things. Is this not the Christ? And the Bible saith, This little old woman that they giggled at and laughed at, and nobody walked. They saw such a change in her, such an immediate change, that they came out to see who she was talking about. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. I've asked the Lord in my secret prayer, I've asked him, I said, Oh God, tattoo hell on my eyelids that I don't forget, that I don't forget. The, the terror, the awfulness, the anguish of a burning hell. Make, make it real to me that I don't preach about hell hard and hateful and mean as so many Pentecostal has. But Lord, I don't even want to preach about hell if I don't got a burden for the lost. Make it real to me that not not just murders and rapists are going there, but they're going to be some good people in hell. They're going to be some people that have been so kind and so, so, so gentle. We don't go to hell because we're bad. We go to hell because our name's not written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. We go to hell because we've never accepted Jesus as our Savior. The only name that can keep you out of a lake of fire is the name of Jesus. The only blood. Uh, you may have Rockefeller blood. You may have blood that you can trace back 200, 500 years. Billionaires and millionaires and people of prestige. But that blood won't keep you out of hell. But that one drop of the precious blood of Jesus. Calling on the name of Jesus. He'll erase her name out of the book of death. And he'll inscribe our name down in the Lamb's book of life. All of mine and Sheila's dragging my sons across this nation. This is a scripture I preached often. I like, I like. This is a preacher that don't mind telling you I love God. Our, our ministry's literally gone worldwide. God has been kind. He's been so kind. But this is a preacher that don't mind telling you I've got a lot to learn. Anybody else say that out loud? I've got a lot to learn. And I I like to pick up this Bible. Somebody says, well, it used to talk to me. Friend, it still talks to me. Somebody said, well, I used to study it. I mean, I'm trying to study it harder and more, more diligent, more, just more, just put more into it than ever, ever, ever. But this familiar passage of scripture, I've heard it preached over and over and over. And I've preached it and I've caught one thing that, that I've, I've looked for something like this for years. And he, listen, if you write this down, it's in Ephesians four eleven and 12, 4, 11 and 12. Do, do we, is it possible to put these two scriptures on the board? I know I didn't prepare you, but this is, this is all I'd ask for today, I think. And he gave some apostles, Ephesians 4.11 and 4.12. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. I like to think of it like this. That ministry is the arm of God. Is the hand of God. So that apostle, it covers all the other ministries. It's your thumb. That, that prophet is that point finger. Thus saith the Lord about this time tomorrow, the famine's going to be over. This next finger, it's your longest. That's the evangelist. It'll go out. It'll, it won't just stay in your town or your church. It'll go out. It'll go out. Hallelujah. That, they, they say the reason we wear our wedding band on this finger is because there's a vein that goes to our heart. That, that, so, so the apostle, the, 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 uh, the, the prophet, the apostle, the teacher, they'll love you. Ain't nobody will love you like your pastor. And, and they'll come through, they'll minister you, they'll touch you, but that pastor will be there when babies are born and we're saying goodbye to families, we love that pastor. So they say, and then, then this, this little finger, somebody can come through here and they can preach and make a shout, a teacher, he'll, this is the one you use to scratch your ear. You can get it away in your ear. A teacher, he'll get in there and you'll remember statements he said 20 years ago. I, I can tell you statements Pat Hayes said. He's such an anointed teacher. Statements he said 20, 25, 30 years ago. Just That, that gets down in your ears. So, so he gave the apostles, the prophet, the evangelists, the pastors, the teacher for the perfecting of the saints. Hallelujah. 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 Turn around and tell somebody amen. He gave them for the perfecting of the saints. He gave he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, the teachers for the work of the ministry somebody say amen to that and he gave the, pa- the apostles the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and the teachers for the edifying of the body of Christ till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the son of God unto a perfect man, unto a measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slate of men and cunning craftness whereby they lay in wait to deceive, but speak the truth in love. I, people forget that. But well, I'm going to tell you the truth, and they say it hateful and mean and accurate. But speak the truth in love, may grow upon him in all things which is the head, even Christ from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that whichever joint supplieth, according to the effectual working and the measure of every part, making an increase in the body unto the edifying of itself in love. Please do me a favor. Burn up Facebook with this today. The apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers just covered up today. For now, here's what I'm going to preach, it's going to shake somebody. But you have to stay with me, or I'll lose you. For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. This is how Pentecostal have preached it. We've given the we've given the apostle. The, the, the apostle, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastor, the teacher. We've give them, they've been given to the church for the perfecting of the saints. They've been given for the edifying of the body of Christ. But they've been given for the work of the ministry for the apostles, the prophets, the, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers. Why in the middle of Paul's thought, in the middle of Paul writing, why should, he, why should he be talking about the church, go talk about the ministry and turn around and talk about the church again? Why right in the middle of his thought? Why should, he say, why should he say, I give the ministry for the perfecting of the saints, but I've also give it to encourage your preachers. You know, brother, when you run to Lynn, Alabama, to Brother Autry's pastor's convention, let preachers preach to each other. And we need that. I love that. For the edifying of the body of Christ, I, I, I love being here in this pulpit. I love being here. Two other things I really love. I love to preach to lost people. I love to preach to lost people. And after 40 years of ministry, I love to preach to ministers. I just, if I can say something to help a preacher, if I can say something to encourage an evangelist or a pastor... Then, then, then I've pushed that whole work he's doing. So why would Paul say, I've given the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers for the perfecting"? Anthony, I've given this, this ministry. I'm, most of it's here in the church. I'll bring, I'll bring in others. I've given this ministry for, for the perfect and the miracle deliverance tabernacle. I've given it for the edifying the body of Christ. But why should he say, but I've given the rest just for you preachers. I don't think it's two thoughts. I think it's one thought. And I think it can be a life-changing thought for Miracle Deliverance Tabernacle. So I look, I'm a King James guy. That, that's what I am. But let me read all these other versions. Just, 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 uh, I'm going to read you about five other, other what, what they have. Uh, uh, for the perfecting of the saints in the work of ministry unto the edifying of the body of Christ. Christ gave them gifts to prepare God's holy people for the work of serving to make the body of Christ stronger. Uh, the the, the uh, American standard for the perfecting of saints unto the work of ministry unto the building up of the body of Christ, uh, uh, for the training of saints to serve in the church for the building up of the body of Christ unto the perfecting of the saints for a work of ministration for a building up of the body of Christ for the perfecting of the saints to the work of serving to the building up of the body of Christ. The living. It said, for the equipment of the saints, for the work of their ministry, for the building up of the body of Christ. Now let's read it one more time before we go on. And he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and some teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry of the saints, for the Edifying of the body of Christ. Why should he have two thoughts, throwing a third thought? I believe every one of them is to the church, the body, or to the saints. For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry of the saints, and for the edifying the body of Christ, or for the saints. Hallelujah. If that's so, if that's so, now this is going to shake somebody's world, but if that's so, then then then, then I don't think everybody has to be a preacher, but I think everybody that's born again is called to minister. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I literally, and I, I, I'm not a mean, and I was just too tired to do it, but I literally started to go to the office and, and copy, copy me, a, 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 lay, my, lay my microphone down on the duplicate or on the copier and copy it and run off about 300s and just reach everybody a paper microphone. We got people think the only minutes you do, you got to have a microphone. He gave the apostles, the prophets, the pastors, the evangelists, the teachers. And, and we got worship. We got, we got a lot that needs this platform. But friend, we're in here three or four hours a week. We're at home a hundred hours a week. We're we're in a live in the middle of a hurting world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I tell you, I tell you what I saw sometime between one o'clock and five o'clock right off the interstate in Lynn, Alabama, or Jasper, Alabama. What I saw, I saw if you would hear what I'm preaching today, and if we would stick this, if we would stick with this and we pray, I don't see why we should have a every service where, where we could be baptizing four or five people a week. I don't see why we should have services where they wouldn't be a three or four lost people in every service. Hallelujah. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Hallelujah. 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 Then saith he to his disciples, A harvest truly is plentious, but the labors are few. Hallelujah. I, I called to a three, and, and John was one brother. I called to a three, and I said, I think I, I think I feel like having a or, or ordination service tomorrow. And they said, well, what's about? I said, ordaining ministers. And I said, guess how many I want to ordain? One of them said five, and one of them said three. And I said, said, so pastor, how many you going to ordain? I said, I'd like to ordain between 250, 300, 220. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Please hear me today. Go more than my words, hear my heart. I take my ministry more seriously than anything in my whole life. I try hard. I am trying so hard to spoil Sheila and be good to Sheila. She's facing with her mom what I was facing a year ago from the different things going on. I'm trying so hard to make her load lighter. I dream, I dream of being a good poppy. I dream of being a good father to my four children. I dream of being a friend to you. I dream of being a good pastor but my work with God, I take it so seriously. I mean, these things never off of my mind. I don't even want to get it off my mind. I I love the Lord. I I, I don't know if there's anybody in this service that's any happier than I am. I don't know if there's anybody in this house that's any more content than I am. I don't know if there's anybody in this house and I, I think I fight as bigger devils as anybody in the house. I probably carry, I think I probably carry as bigger loads, but I made up my mind. I love Jesus. And I'm praying, I'm praying. Hallelujah. You don't ever, you may never have to stand in this pulpit and hold a microphone but I'm begging you'll take the call of ministry that's falling on you today as seriously as I do. I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying. Young people, teenagers, I'm praying that something will get a hold of your heart today. That something will get a hold of your heart today. Then saith he unto his disciples, a harvest truly is plenteous, but the labors are few. Pray you therefore the Lord of harvest that he'd send forth the labors unto his harvest. Pray you therefore the Lord of harvest that he'd send forth labors to his harvest. I'm praying today. I've walked to this pulpit today to stir up some ministers. I've walked to this pulpit today to find somebody. That'll say I, I'm going to do all I can to keep somebody out of hell. I'm going to do all I can to keep somebody out of the lake of fire. I'm going to do all I can to win one more soul. A harvest field. It's a waving field of golden grain. It's inviting many reapers and demanding haste. Hallelujah. The word ministry, it's the ministration of those who render to the others. The office of Christ, affliction, is his is affection, his desires. It's those who help meet the needs by, by distributing to the needs of the burdens of others. It's serving, it's minister, especially of those who execute the command to cure or love others. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ministry has little to do with preaching. Hallelujah. child. I was with them in the, the emergency room, and Charles was so sick this week. And, and Betty's just been so sweet, sick, just fear all around her, just stuff going on. And they had her net of one. They moved her to Knoxville, and they were going to do a procedure. The, the children were there all, all straight. It's their mom. It's their daddy. They were all there. And did and you know the call I got from Betty? Hallelujah. She said, Brother Winn. She, she said, I woke up this morning, and I told him, I said, Would you mind, my little? roommate would you mind if I turn on the TV it's almost time for my pastor and she said pastor I laid there in that hospital my heart hurt I laid there not knowing what my diagnosis is going to be but I laid there ministered to somebody hallelujah. I wish somebody could feel what I feel right now hallelujah Hallelujah! Yes Betty sings like an angel Yes Betty gets up here in the anointing fall But Betty says I don't have to have A pulpit to minister I don't have to have a microphone I don't have to have a piano Give me a knee and I'll minister Give me a hurt life And I'll minister Give me an opportunity and I'll minister Give me somebody that's broken And I'll minister Give me somebody that needs help And I'll minister I wish somebody would say give me an opportunity Opportunity to minister. Would somebody say that out loud? God, give me an opportunity. One of our young men here called me this week with tears in his voice. I wrote them close to what he said. Bert Wind, you know, I love you and love you Sheila, said, Sheila, I said, but I, I'm just in I'm just trouble. My friend who's broken, who's went through a tragedy in life. And he's pulled away from the Lord. And I have an opportunity to help him, and I don't know what to do. And I said, what have you been doing, son? He said, well, I've been telling him how, how you and Sheila love me and how Jesus has used you. you, and you changed my life. And I'm at a different place. And I've been telling him... if. Lord, do it for me. Don't you know He'd do it for you? And He said, "Brother, when what did I do? I just... I think my mouth might have dropped open." I said, "I said, son, you're doing everything right." Hallelujah. You're walking in the life of... I said, do you understand? You're one of our newest Christians in the church. You're one of our new converts in the church. And you're learning to take this gospel to your job. Hallelujah. They knew the old you. Now they see the new you. Hallelujah. 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 I felt the Holy Ghost when I said that. They saw the old you. Now they're seeing the new you. And they're they're not going to the dealer for help. They're not going to the bootlegger for help. They're not going down to some little old loose girl on a machine to help. They've come to somebody that they've seen a change in their life and they say, I'm not doing very good. What can you tell me that'll help me? I see a change in you. I want a change. I see something different in you. I want something different in me. And he was ministered. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wish somebody said out loud, God, I want to minister. I want to minister. I want to learn to minister. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Micah's got connection and we're not even talking a lot about it but we've been helping the homeless here in McMinn County. She you want to be part of that, share. Want to reach out and connect with that in some area? I'm going to give you some ideals, Brother Wynn, I'm not like you and Sister Sheila. And I tell you, folks, you don't know how bashful I was. You would not believe how backward I was, how shy I was. But I feel like searching a hundred directions and barring a hundred thoughts i feel like i got some ideals for us here's ways to minister if you could sh- if you could find a family and i'm going to read scriptures but if you ever noticed when we have a birthday party when we have thanksgiving when we have a cookout have you ever noticed we only invite our friends and our family what about what about that family down the road that you've not come to know yet? What if you knocked on their door? What if you knocked on their door and said, hey, hey, what you doing Friday night? What you doing Saturday? He'll to look at you like you're crazy. What are you up to? Say, we're we, we, we going to have a cookout. And my family calls me. Master of the grill. I'd sure like you to come check my check our ribs out, our fried chicken, our barbecue, pork chops. You want me? Yeah, yeah. Come on. Can my wife come? Sure. Bring your kids. They're gonna walk in. They're gonna be nervous. You're gonna be nervous, and you're not gonna like me saying that. You're not. You're gonna get mad, and if you do, I'm gonna give you three seconds to leave. Then I'm gonna start back preaching when these lost folks get in your house, don't get your Bible out, throw it on the table and start preaching to them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can I say something powerful? At that moment, they don't need to see Christ in the Bible. They need to see Christ in you. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah! Without a spiritual mind, these things understand. They don't need to see something. Hallelujah! They've been hurt, but church folks, their hides been burnt. But ch- church folk, they've been criticized. They need somebody. Hallelujah! They'll just talk to them a little bit. They need somebody. Hallelujah! They just let them be human a little bit. Hallelujah! 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 Then he saith unto him, Hallelujah! Then he saith unto him that beat him, that bade him, while thou maketh a dinner or a supper. All not thy friends, nor thy brethren, neither thy kinsmen, neither thy rich neighbors. The least thou also bid them again in a recompense. Be, he said, quit doing stuff so somebody will do something for you. But when thou makest the feast, call the poor, the main, the lame, and the blind, and thou shalt be blessed. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thou shalt be blessed, for they cannot recompense thee. For thou shalt be recompensed at the resurrection of the just. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I such a sweet spirit here and there's a glory in here. But I'm just going to preach. I'm just going to preach. This old haughty, this old haughty, hateful spirit that Peter got under, I'm not going to eat nothing. I'm not going there. I'm not going to do that. Oh, brother, when you're telling me to eat with sinners, you want me. My home's a Christian home. My home's a sanctified home. My home's a holy home. How dare you want me to invite somebody in that's not saved? You own self-righteous spirit. You are ungodly self-righteous. Load up better than everybody else. Where would we be if somebody hadn't cared? Where would we be if somebody hadn't loved on us? Where would we be if somebody hadn't picked us up? We weren't always sanctified. We weren't always in church. We didn't always have victory. We were in a mess one time. We were about to go to hell one time. We was lost one time, but somebody, somebody, somebody. Hallelujah. 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 Deuteronomy 16, 14, this is old testament. And thou shalt rejoice in thy feast, thus in thou sons, invite you, babies, and thy daughters, invite you family. That manservant, invite thy friends, thy servant, Invite people close to you. The Levites, invite church folk and the stranger and the fatherless and the widow that are within thy gates. Hallelujah. 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 His family watches. I don't even say his name, but 19... 19- 79, 8 81, I worked at Deer Sale. Bought me a little low rider 650 Honda, and, and I'd, I'd worked third shifts. I ain't never been able to sleep real good. I, I'd work third shift, and you get home in the morning, you're too tired to go right to sleep, so go for a little motorcycle ride or something. So I want me a buddy. There's a few good Christian guys there, and our shifts got bumped around. We got on opposite shifts. And there's a guy there, went, through, went home and fell apart, and... Didn't have nobody ride to him. And he, he asked me a to time. He said, Call me a preacher boy. You wanna ride with me? I said, Yeah. And and for, I don't know, it probably wasn't two weeks. We were kind of buddies and, and then when we were by ourselves, he just kind of me as but he'd get me in front of lunchtime. He'd curse me and he said, Here's that old holy boy, how's that old preacher boy? And I don't remember one time ever saying thing back to him. I remember asking one time, I said, Why don't you do me like this? I've tried hard to be your friend. Being in church, our church is running from God. And Finally, one day I told him, I said I, said, I said, I can't handle this no more. I said, you treat me one way here and get around there, you treat me another way. I said, I just can't handle it no more. I said, I'll never be mean to you. I promise to pray for you. I said, but I'm not going to ride with you for a while. We remained friends. We talked. I quit your cell and I started preaching. 80s rolled by, the 90s rolled by, 2000 rolls by. About five years ago, about almost 40 years, 38 years later, the phone rings at the office. A broken voice in a whisper said, is Brother Wynn available? Is Mr. Anthony Wynn available? They got me to the phone. It was my friend. He said, he said, I don't even know if you'd remember me. And if you did, you probably, probably wouldn't take no time for me. He said, but I'm, I'm, I'm dying. I'm lost. And I've been watching you for months. And I wonder if there's any hope for me. And I said, where are you? And he told me, I said, can I come right now? And I went and I watched him weep his way to the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Next wall I had some wonderful visits. And when I stood behind that casket, I was so glad that 40 years ago, when I was cursed, I didn't shake my fist back. When I was laughed at I didn't I was so glad. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm talking to somebody now. I'm talking to somebody now. You can write this down. They some of us fixing to reap a harvest of a seed we sowed years ago. I'm telling you, I wish you'd let me know when it happens, and I want to be one of them. But I'm telling Hallelujah, hallelujah. Some some seeds you plant will come up in three days, some three weeks, some takes years to come up, but I'm telling you, I feel a reaping from some seeds we've sowed years ago. There's a God who will not forget your labor of love. And God, hallelujah, that man could have called a hundred better preachers than me that could preach better than me, but God let him find that little old boy that 30 years ago had treated him good and dear and Always I wish somebody praise the Lord out loud. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I want to stir your ministry today. When I don't want to do something for the Lord. I don't know what to do. I think after the day, you might know something to do and we're going to put more ideals together. Hallelujah. Uh, be kind to people at your office place, workplace. If, if they've suffered a loss, if they've been through a tragedy, even, even if, if their birthday is just, just a kindness or a holiday, just a kind little gift. And somewhere the Lord will give you an opportunity to drop in a seed. Hallelujah. Ben Sheila, I preached this thing to her three days. I, I, I about wore her ear out. But when you invite folk over, don't get your Bible out and preach to them four or five hours and tell them how you got to be saved again. Just love them. But sometime before they leave, right before they leave, or perhaps when the food's real hot, say it's we just like to pray over our food around here. Would you bow your head and pray with us? And somewhere in that prayer, because you're obeying the Word of God, I promise you, the Spirit of Jesus is going to show up. And somebody that's never been touched to the Lord or been in the presence of the Lord just saying a little old prayer: Jesus, we thank you for this food, and we thank you, Hallelujah, for people that's sitting at our table. Lord, we thank you, Hallelujah, and we sure we should make your love real to us. Oh Lord, what you did in Calvary three two thousand years ago. I wish you'd show us how much you love us and how much you care for us. I wish you'd touch our new fridge here. I wish you'd show them you love them. I wish you'd show them you care. And just say it, little old man, and leave it in the hand of the Lord. I said, leave it in the hand of the Lord. Yeah. You planted a seed. Now it's the Lord's time. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. You see it? new folk in church reach for them be kind to them for the son of man has come to seek and to save that which was lost these are things that our game changers are doing Micah's Thursday night class I think every local police force department rescue squad we visited them they took them desserts they took them some, some just little presents uh, uh, maybe a, the, our worship CD from our worship team here. And we offered, if you ever need prayer, we're available. If you ever need someone to care, we're available. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. What's going to happen now? Our game changers has made a contact. And then we, we, uh, we were doing it to all them. I, I told them, I said, I said, I said, Mikey you children? I said, "You're all doing it." to These people that, that the, all these different teams. That I said, let's find the one of the blessed places in town. Do it too. We picked out the biggest bank in town. Me and Mike walked in. We asked to see the president of the bank. He comes out just as kind as he could. He comes out. And he said, can I help you all?" Told him just a little bit. I said, "This is Mike, he's a teenager, over a game changer." I said, "We we want to make a, a dessert for everybody here. We want to bring them a gift or something." He said, "He said, oh, he said we have 58 employees any given day." And I, he said, can you handle it? I said, we can handle that. He said, well, let me go get my checkbook. Let's just go ahead and clear this now. I said, no, no, sir. We, we're not asking for donations. We're not asking for, for money. We want to do something for you. He said, well, okay, we'll do this. We got ready. He said, now, I don't want you to add to it later. Tell me now so I can pay you now. This came up three times. I said, no, sir. We're not here. We're not here asking for a donation. We're not here asking for you to give us something. We want to give something to you. The day we take it back, he comes down with his checkbook. He said, how much do we owe you? I said, sir, you don't owe us anything. Hallelujah. A month later, eating at at a local restaurant, gets up from his table and comes over and says, thank you for what you did for my people. Hallelujah. 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 Some of them are watching now. Let me be careful. So let me be careful. So, So when they first met us, they go on the internet, they check us out, they say, oh no. Oh no. Daddy would die if he thought I watched them. They speak in tongues. Oh no. Oh no, oh no. Oh, no. If my pastor found out that I that I was friends of Anthony Wynn and he speaks in, oh, no. They would die. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But the thing is, they, they tasted of our love of God. Now their marriages are falling apart. The guns laid. The overdoses laying on the table. And the TV's on. And, and Jerry Springer's on. And a and, uh, football's on. And the news is on. And Oasis Ministry zone. on. And right before they cocked the gun or swallowed the pills, they said, let's just hear. He was kind to us. He wanted nothing. for Let's see what they they've got to say and I feel the Holy Ghost right now hallelujah 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 rich folk fight devils too rich folk's lives falls apart too rich folk need Jesus too just cause they live in Jesus that don't mean that just excuse me just cause they live in a palace don't mean they have peace just cause they live in a palace don't mean everything's okay wealthy people Need Jesus too. Educated people need this same Jesus. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! <laughs> hallelujah! <laughs> hallelujah! 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 If you are, if you, if you are so busy. And, and you don't have time to do nothing right now if you're so busy. On, on Tuesday night or Sunday night, make me 20 desserts. Weep over them, pray over them. Say, Brother Wynn, take us to a local business. I done been in one parking lot praying. I said, God, I want to win somebody here. Reason I did, I, I had to go there a time to I really like these folk. But the guy waits on me, cusses so much. I wanna see him use that tent I'll use that energy to worship the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 I, 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 I feel like a trophy deer hunter right now. I'm not looking for no spike. I'm not looking for some little somebody doing pretty good. I want somebody to mess. I, I, I want somebody. I wake you in the face of hell. I pre- the, Last week's sermon stirred me up. Did the Lord help anybody last Sunday? Hallelujah. I made a statement. My brother Paul brought it back to me. He said, Brother Wayne, that spoke to me more than anything. Your pastor. He said, he said devil, you come in our territory. We're going to invade your territory. Everything I'm preaching today, we're taking it back to the devil. Everything. I ain't talking about anything we're going to do in the church, hallelujah, hallelujah hallelujah, and I promise you, I'm, I'm so hungry for the Lord right now, I promise you, when you bring that lost family in here, when you break that broken family in here, I tell you we're going to be ready, hallelujah. the worship team, hallelujah, people are going to be dancing up down the aisle, why, because we're hungry for God, people are going to be worshiping praise of the Lord, because we're hungry for God, when somebody lift your head and say, I want my hunger back, I want to do something for God I ain't here to be mean I'm here to preach but it's sad some of you close as you are to God and you've never won a soul close as you are to God if you sit down by yourself you can't tell me one family you've ever gotten church and that's a sad statement hallelujah 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 I don't want to stand empty handed I don't want to be a hybrid plant that has big fruits but can't ever can't ever birth the next generation we, we got a generation of hybrid Christians hallelujah they look good but they don't know how to reproduce they look good but it's the end hallelujah I don't want to be mean I feel like preaching the love of God but we've got a group of hybrid Christians in America they grow tall but they don't reproduce Hallelujah! 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 Maybe we could have just a special Sunday. Invite a friend, a neighbor, stranger, somebody. Let's go big at Fall Festival. I get with Sue and David, and then we'll. David has that ride here; it's a big thing. Let's go big. So, so, somebody find a little. Little child in your neighborhood that don't get to do anything. Find find a child in your neighborhood that didn't go go on vacation this year. Find a child in your neighborhood. Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. Find a child in your, your neighborhood that maybe don't got a daddy in the house or a mom in the house, and they just barely get by. Kind of come friends, say, can, can can we can we bring you all down to fall festival? We, Andy going to be smoking all types of meat. Dave's going to be bringing rides out here. we going to, hallelujah. When them babies show up, we're not going to sit down and preach acts to them or preach. We're going we gonna to love on them babies, make them want to come back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I believe if we could win a child, a child could bring a whole family in. I'm not talking about bigger numbers on the board. I'm talking about a family that's living in harmony with God. I'm talking about a situation where we can bring Jesus into their life. I'm talking about somebody that's never known the love of God, experience it Jesus and tasting of Jesus. I'm talking about a family that's just cursing and fighting and struggling. They wake up, hallelujah, and the peace of God's in the house and the mercy of God's in the house. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Now I'm going to get personal and make you mad, so I left this for last. Don't go to the restaurant and preach to somebody and leave them a quarter. Are you saved? Do you know, Jesus, you need to get saved. You, you need to get born again. And they wait on you and they're kind to you. That's how they make their living. Most of them probably are. They make like 240 or something, I've been told. And we go in and we're supposed to represent Jesus. You should never, 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 bottom line, you should never leave them less than what the taxes are. That's close to 10%. And If 3 or $4 is going to break you, don't eat out. Go home and buy you a sandwich. <laughs> Be the kindest people in the world. I thought I'd get an egg in my face, and you clout. (laughs) You've got to be the kindest people. Then saith he to his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous. There's that family. There's that family, the death angels fixing to come, and they're not ready. There's that little man over there. He's got three kids, and he's your neighbor. And he's never been invited to church after he quit. After he got hurt, he's been out of church 20 years and nobody's ever invited him back. The harvest is plenteous, but the labors. Oh, Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I love what I'm doing. I love what I'm doing. But when you're tired, you wore out, you you don't feel good, it's just not all funny games crawling in a vehicle, driving five hours to Lynn, preaching a service sleeping two or three hours, get up, coming back. It's it's not, but I love what I'm doing and I want to do it my best. When I worked at Deer's Cell, I wanted to do it my best. When I married Sheila, I wanted to do it my best and Jesus died for me and I want to give him my best. I'm asking you, are, are we giving our best in our ministry to the Lord? Read again. When thou makest a dinner or supper, call not thy friends, nor thy brother, neither thy kinsman, nor thy rich neighbor. Least us also bid thee again, and a recompense be made to thee. But when thou makest a feast, call the poor, the main, the lame, and the blind, and thou shalt be blessed, for they shall not recompense thee, but thou shalt be recompensed at the resurrection of the just. For God, for God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which he showed toward his name, and that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. We're, we're we're already one up on you, Hallelujah! We're already up one well up on you. We've been putting our heads together, working hard for just a simple Bible course. Hallelujah! 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 I know I'm going to get criticized for this. I know I'm going to get criticized for this, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. The old generation—they had a lot of home prayer meetings. It just just the saints would meet together and pray for each other, and the churches slowly dwindled. They went from seventy to forty to fifty. And the saints had their prayer meetings and kept kept praying. If the saints would have split up their prayer meeting and say, hey, you're in church, you're a deacon, you're an elder, you're a preacher, we don't need to pray together. Let's split up this Friday instead of coming to my house. You go to that lost neighbor, I'll go to that lost neighbor, and I'll go to that lost neighbor. Instead of the church drilling and about to shut down, we'll add to it. Hallelujah. I wish somebody could hear what I'm preaching right now. Hallelujah. 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 I believe what I'm preaching now is the very gospel of Jesus Christ. I believe what I'm preaching now is what Jesus would do. I believe what, hallelujah. I know I'm not climbing walls and running up down the middle of the aisle. But I'm preaching a message that will get our neighbors out of a burning lake of fire. I'm preaching a message that will turn a soul around. I'm preaching a message, hallelujah, that will rescue somebody from a very abusive situation. Pure religion. And undefiled before God and the Father's is to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction. And to keep himself unspotted from the world. We have a man in this house today. It wasn't long ago. I said, "I said, son, can we take church make? Can I take my money? He said, no, no, pastor. I want to build these steps. I want to work on this walkway. I said, but it's your money. and You, you, you already pay your tithes. He said, yeah. This little woman, she got a husband. She ain't able to do nothing. She's on a fixed income. I'll go take care of it. I'll fix it for her. Hallelujah. 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 But pure religion. Hallelujah. 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 Holiness folks, Pentecostal folks, we've missed it by a mile. We've missed it by a mile. Hallelujah. We've held our standard and we've been separate from the world, but we've lost the love of God. If we want to move, of God, if we'll come back to the heart of God, if we want to move of God, if we'll come back to Obad somebody worship him out loud. Would somebody give him a praise out loud? How long's it been since you witnessed to somebody? How long's it been since you give love to somebody's bruised and broken? How long's it been? To visit the fatherless and widows in their afflictions. To visit the fatherless and the widows. Little, little, little Karen Henry. I told her the other day, I said, every time I go to town, do what I need to do and I run the loads. see if they got anything on sale and I run the harbor freight see if they got anything on sale I say what's wrong with me I'm going to Belk see if there's any baby clothes on sale <laughs> The little toy these babies have stole my heart I'm going to love them I'm going to protect them I'm going to love your babies what about that little baby up the road wow. <laughs> hallelujah I can't ever preach this without telling this story and if you You've heard it a hundred times. This is a hundred and one. It's back in the sixties. little old preacher is in this part of Tennessee. Preaching in a little old town. His money about going to need that offer night to get to his next meeting. He finds a, he's sitting there on the sidewalk and it's on a Saturday afternoon. The store's shut down about noon. He's sitting there on the sidewalk with a little girl, six, seven, eight years old, comes by and just her hair matted, her little clothes dirty, her her, her her underclothes are hanging out, not being changed, and and no, no shoes, and she just just tattered. He sets her and she walks back and forth, no adult, no body. And there's a little clothing store right down from him, and he he he's a gentleman. He don't want to mess with just a little child. He walks in there, and he asks for somebody in the store, and the lady comes. He says, "Who's a little girl out here?" And they said, "Well, mom and daddy just they just." just caught up in sin in that, that she just roams, roams the streets if she just this is who she is she got no, nobody can take care of her much and he said I don't have a lot of money he said if I buy her a little slip underclothes, if I buy her shoes and a new dress and a ribbon will you take her back there and bathe her and dress her and that woman said if I had the money I'd do it myself she said I really would she said if you'll pay it I'll do it right now and she she shut the store down just a few minutes went back there got the little girl bathed her and cleaned her he's sitting there in his car and he's, he's praying and all of a sudden sitting there's a little peck on the window and he rolls the window down and she says sir and he says yes he said she said look at my pretty clothes and he looks and she says "says uh, uh, they said you bought me this and she he said yes ma'am she said can I ask you something and he said yes daughter what you want? she said are you Jesus ain't hey, nobody never treated me like this but I went to Sunday school one time apparently she said and they told me there was a t- hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah! Hallelujah! It's, it's, it's one o'clock in the morning. I'm in another state. I'm pumping gas. I mean, in another state, I'm pumping gas. A vehicle pulls up beside me. Somebody I've been to church with quite often. And as he staggered out, I thought, oh no. And I went over and the lady in the vehicle, wasn't the lady I knew, smelled his breath. And I thought, oh no. And I knew because this town or area, me and him with the same gas pump at one o'clock in the morning, this just didn't happen. I'm trying to figure out what to do. All I knew to do, wrap my arms around him as tight as I could, others stand over. I said, don't forget I love you and if you ever need me, you've got my number. We were you've got my number. You know how to contact me. And don't forget Jesus really loves you. He really loves you. He really loves you. Don't forget Jesus really loves you. Don't forget Jesus really loves you. Don't forget he loves you. Don't forget he loves you. He loves you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Not long after that running from the law and a horrible wreck, his body went to the wind, just, just should not survive. And, and in about a year, I didn't even see him for a year, but a year later when he come back to God, he said, Mr. Wind, you'll never know when you saw me at my latest point you didn't come up and hit me in the face and judge me and beat me down you told me that Jesus loved me he said it took me a year but I straightened up and I walked away from all that hallelujah 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 the fatherless the fatherless Fatherless. Fatherless. I know we're poor common folk. You can miss one night at out back. Go buy, go buy some little neighbor some school clothes. If they don't see the love of God to me and you. What's their hope of missing hell? God put you in that neighborhood. He put me in their community. Uh, 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 oh God. Would you bow your head and close your eyes one second, I want to ask you three questions. Heads bowed and eyes, eyes closed. Who are your neighbors that lives to the left of you? Are they saved? Where do they go to church? Who are your closest neighbors on the right side of you? Are they saved? Where do they go to church? The neighbors are closest across the road from you or behind you, are they saved? Where do they go to church? If you find they're in church, be sweet, be kind, leave them alone. But if, if, they, don't, if they don't have Jesus, they don't have Jesus. I know how heavy life gets on me and you and we got Jesus. I know how pressure is and we've got Jesus. Hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid his life down for us. We ought to lay our lives down for the brethren. But whoso so has this world's goods and see his brother have need to shut up up his bowels of compassion from him. Out dwelleth the love of God in him. My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and truth. The widows, I know we need to take care of who's in the church first, but outside the church, there's, there's widows McMinn County, Polk County, Bradley County, Monroe, Knox County, all around. We're without excuse. One said, I bought an ox. I got got married. I got a piece of land. Be you doers of the word and not hearers only. hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah pure religion and undefiled before God. And the fathers is to visit the fathers and widows in their affliction and to keep themselves unspotted from the world. Can we reach out to the lost and stay unspotted? Can we reach out to the lost and affect them and not let them affect us? Can we be